taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. Yes, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars with a very special guest, my very good friend and uh, a constant companion at uh, trade shows, um, none other than Mr. Jamie Smith, co-founder of Engine Ready and the CEO of Strategy Analyzer. Hey, Jamie, welcome to the show. How are you, David? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to seeing you in, in, a, in about uh, six weeks at PubCon. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, it's been overdue. Absolutely. Hey, um, we are going to talk today about a topic that we haven't covered in a while on my show, which is competitive analysis and, and uh, what one does after uh, learning about uh, competitor actions. So I'm going to let you kick it off and we'll just have a nice talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a, a appropriate topic in that uh, everyone wants to dominate their competition or know what their competition is doing to hopefully one-up them, whether it's uh, search, display, social media advertising. Um, but the root and the core of competitive intelligence really starts with kind of market research. So, um, you know, we always recommend, you know, defining, you know, who is your ideal customer? Who Who are we trying to attract um, and then identify who is actually a, a competitor and uh, competing for that space and then obviously all the way down to the keyword level. Um, so today I think we can get into some specific examples, not only doing your market research, but my big uh, pet peeve is how do you monetize this data? How do you actually make money from competitive intelligence? And I think that would be a good area for us to focus on today. Absolutely. And I forgot to mention that um, you recently wrote a great article on the topic, which was published where? Uh, SearchEngineStrategies.com. Uh, okay. Yeah, I encourage listeners to look that up, SearchEngineStrategies.com and Jamie Smith. Yeah, right. actually, SearchEngineWatch.com. Right, right, right. So let's start with the um, the research part, and and we'll get to the meaty stuff. The uh, how do you monetize the information uh, right after that? Sure. Yeah, most people, you know, end up be- beginning their their research within Google. You know, in in the Google keyword suggestion tools, and doing their research as to you know what keywords are relevant for my product or service. How. Uh, how much demand is there from a search volume perspective and uh, what's the going cost per click if we're looking at the, the paid search side. Uh, on the organic side, we're obviously looking for the same thing, the supply and demand, how much, how much search volume is, is available for these keywords and how competitive or who's currently ranking organically for them um, in building out an SEO strategy. Um, considering this is a PPC rock star show, let's focus on the paid side. Um, and typically, there's two two avenues of, of research. There's the keyword research, which is um, understanding, you know, what is the, the current cost per click? What are the the main advertisers that are that are currently bidding on that keyword? And what does their ad creative look like and their landing page look like? And and um, and, and what can I do to create a more unique message in my ad creative and, and a more compelling offer on my landing page? 
Uh, the other side of competitive intelligence uh, would be on the actual URL. So once I've identified keyword opportunities that are um, somewhat niche or have an opportunity that are, are uh, a lot of search volume but not as competitive, then I'm, then I'm going to start looking at individual advertisers. So who, who, who are the main players for this, this industry or for these keywords and how much are they spending? How many keywords are, are they using? And, and, and looking at those keywords, exporting them into Excel and, and seeing if there are any opportunities or keywords that I didn't think of that I might want to add to my account um, and, and make sure that I have visibility for. And what does their ad creative look like? Uh, one of my favorite tools is uh, iespionage, um, iespionage.com because they have a proprietary algorithm that, that actually scores keywords and ads. So they have a, um, a keyword effectiveness index, KEI, and an ad effectiveness index. And, and that is really nice because you, know, you can guess all day long in terms of what you think may be working for a competitor – um, but they factor in um, int- different al- different components like how long have they been running the ad? So days that we've seen them run this ad or run this keyword, and have we seen them running this ad or, or keyword recently? And also their average position. So with all these different factors, they can start to score what ads are, are working and what keywords are working for for a particular advertiser, and then you can kind of extract that into your campaign. Wow, that's great information. You know, I. I- I often uh, caution people not to assume that the ads that are in the top positions are the best performing ads because frequently they're they're uh, being run by relatively amateurish advertisers that uh, are just overbidding or uh, well usually overbidding. Right. So an effectiveness index would be really useful. Yeah, and, and ultimately, you know, you're trying as a as a search marketer. Our our ultimate goal is trying to find profitable keywords, keywords that really drive good results, uh, either from a lead generation perspective or from a, a revenue perspective of online sales, and and maximize the volume we can get from those keywords. And if we can extract out some data from our competition that already shows what keywords are potentially profitable for them. You know, we can kind of double down on those and try to try to monetize them as well. And the same thing with ad creative. Obviously, if you find a winning ad creative uh, that, that's working for your competition, you don't want to copy it exactly, but you want to extract out maybe some some key terms within that ad creative that you feel are really driving the results or driving a good click through rate. Nice. <clears throat> you know, another thing I cautioned is that uh, you know the, the tools like ISPNage and uh, SpyFu. And what's the other one? Well, there's AdGuru, SEMrush. Right, right, right. Uh, tools like that that let you let the advertiser see the keywords that are being bid on by various competitors. Um, frequently, I see that competitors are bidding on crazy, crazy uh, wide ranges of keywords that um, certainly are causing them trouble in uh, – uh, mat, uh, displaying ads against uh, irrelevant search queries. So take take that information with a grain of salt. In fact, take all this information with a grain of salt, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as soon as you turn on a broad match keyword, um, you're going to start advertising and showing up for, for all kinds of potentially irrelevant uh well, Google deems it relevant because they, they're making money on it, but uh, it's, it's amazing some of the correlations they make when you're using broad match. Hey, Jamie, uh, this is a good place to pause because we've got some 
uh, important messages from our sponsors. So, Jamie, we'll be right back with you. And listeners, please stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Dr. Jamie Smith, <laughs> CEO, strategy analyzer, and co-founder of Engine Ready. And we're talking about uh, competitive analysis, competitive research, and we're about to segue into once uh, one has... Uh, competitive research in hand, let's say, uh, keywords that, could, that competitors are using, ad copy that's being used, uh, landing page design and layout. Um, what, does, what, what are the smart things that an advertiser does once they have all of this uh, data and information in hand? Yeah, a- absolutely. Like we talked about before the break, um, you know, Having access to this data is one thing, but being able to actually drive results or drive additional profit by having this competitive intelligence data is another. So I try to really focus on how do you monetize this data? How do you actually make money with this competitive intelligence data? And there's two components. There's the domain and keyword research part, which is what we covered a little bit briefly in the first segment in terms of who 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 are my main competitors how much are they spending? How many keywords are they using? What does their ad creative look like? And what does their landing pages look like? And kind of assessing, you know, who is a really, really a, a big threat to our industry or to my, to my, uh, to the keywords that I'm advertising and who's maybe just a, you know, a indirect competitor that, that maybe is doing, you know, some massive, um, visibility, but they're not really offering the same product uh, or service that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after you've done this domain and keyword research, really where these tools come into play, especially ISPNOJ and, and some of the other ones, is 
the monitoring. So monitoring and alerts. And this is where you can actually really get a competitive advantage is when you're setting up core keywords in keyword monitoring or you or you set up a, alerts for what we call a competitor alert. So you put in your competitor's URL and the software is going to crawl those, the, the, look for those URLs and basically notify you anytime they add new keywords or they change their trip. So this is really powerful, especially for e-commerce companies where there's constant promotion going on, whether it's, you know, the 4th of July or this weekend Labor Day or, um, you know, different holidays, uh, Christmas and Valentine's Day. So these different promotions get, get, get set up for e-commerce companies and you would be notified that they changed their ad creative. So at least you know what type of promotion they're running and then you can at least offer and match that, that promotion or beat it or at least be aware that, hey, they're running a 25% off special. Let's make sure that we're either changing our ad creative to be 30% off or at least, you know, we know what we're up against. Uh, so that, that, that is where I feel there's a lot of value in the monitoring side of these, um, of these tools where I'm letting the software do some of the work for me and basically notifying me of changes. And when they add, add new keywords, it, it could be a great indicator that there's a new initiative or, the, or they've launched a new product or they've launched a new service and they've built out this new campaign and I'm being notified that there's new keywords that my competition is using um, is this a threat? Is this something I should be also adding these keywords, or is it a product or service we don't offer? Wow. wow. I, I wasn't I aware of these uh, uh, alert functions within the software. Which packages have, have alert functions? Yeah, usually the pro the pro or, or, or more, the pro or the enterprise agency version. But I know SEMrush uh, does not offer that. I think SpyFu has some monitoring. I know the search monitor is a, is a great product. I mean, they're more on the enterprise level, uh, you know, $500 a month and up. But uh, they're a great uh, tool set for, for um, trademark monitoring or keyword monitoring. Um, and then ISPNodge is in that, you know, 50 to $129 a month, depending upon how many keywords you're monitoring and how many um, domains that you've set up for a competitor alert. Gotcha. What are some of the other ways we can uh, monetize this competitive information? So we talked about um, competitor alerts, which is, uh, you know, basically be putting up um, our main competitors into a monitoring system and being alerted any time they have um, added new keywords, changed their ad creative, and, and obtained new organic ranking. So it does monitor the organic side as well if they've started to rank for a, a new keyword that we haven't seen nice. them ranking for before. Nice. Uh, on, the other, on the other side is the keyword monitoring. So putting in the keywords, the 10, 20, 100 core keywords that are really important to you and having the software monitor those for you where um, th- they'll tell you when new ad creative has been um, changed and they'll it'll notify you when there's a new competitor. So it's nice to be like, okay, here are my core keywords. I know my main competitors. Oh my goodness, there's a new competitor that's entered the marketplace. I didn't even know about them, but the software kind of notifies me that uh, there's another advertiser um, that's shown up for these keywords. Mm-hmm. Um, also, being able to identify impression share or market share, you know, how much impression share am I getting? That's a nice feature within AdWords, but these tools also offer that. Um, so, yeah, the keyword monitoring and, and the, the competitor alerts, I think, are two really important aspects of, uh, of having the software do some of the work for you versus having to manually check your results and manually monitor your competition. Gotcha. Hey, do you have a rule of thumb when it comes to uh, whether to uh, emulate uh, other ads or whether to uh, try to 
make sure that the, that uh, your ads are distinct from the other ads on the page? Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what you would use these tools for is, is being able to say, okay, here are all the ads showing up for this keyword. Now, back in the day when um, you know you could do dynamic keyword insertion, and it was like, oh, the click-through rate spiked. I, I was basically able to insert the keyword into my title tag, um, and it was very relevant for the user, and the users typically clicked on, on, on our link. But then everyone started using that. So then all the search results started looking the same. Right. And you end up going back the other way, which is I'm not going to dynamically insert the keyword because now I look like everyone else. So it's important that you, that you basically eyeball what are the majority of the ads saying um, and, ha- and how do I differentiate mine either by you know dynamically inserting keywords or leaving them out because everyone is doing that. So what's the majority of, of people doing um, and, and how do I write a more compelling ad uh, that's unique and compelling um, without uh, you know copying it word, word by word for word? Sure, sure. Hey, are there any tools out there that uh, monitor landing pages and send out alerts when landing pages have changed? That's actually something that uh, has been requested um, over time, and I know there's there, there's a few tools. I don't know any of them that aren't extremely expensive, but the one that uh, you know, ISPNOS gives you the the landing page, but they they, they don't notify you when there's a change made. And and typically, the the way that technology would work is you put in the landing pages of your competition, and then it would basically look for last modified date. Uh, you know, keyword density. If the keyword density has changed, they've probably made change to their ad copy or to their landing page copy. Excuse me, and um, and any sort of DOM changes. So you know, pinging, pinging a landing page daily and saying, "Hey, there's there's been a change," and taking a screenshot. That's kind of the ideal tool that that we're hoping to build uh, down the road. <laughs> nice, very nice. So, so let's see. We've got a couple minutes before the next break. Any other advice for monetizing competitor information? Well, I think uh, you know, starting with the keywords and the ads is important. Using the monitoring to stay on top of, of changes, um, and then and then depending upon what your your social media strategy is, you know, these tools typically will, will monitor any mentions in you know Twitter and, and Facebook, so you can see what type of social media strategy they're 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 executing as well. Um, and I think a, a, a thing that we'll want to talk about after the break is, is a huge announcement that Google made last week, which I don't know if, if you've been able to stay on top of this, but um, they're offering uh, call tracking now. And uh, I know it's a little bit off of competitive intelligence, but I think it's something worth mentioning. Well, go ahead. We've got a couple minutes. Yeah, they basically, um, you know, you've always had the ability to use unique phone numbers in your ad under ad extensions. So a call extension, you know, site link extension, ad extensions, so on and so forth. Well, a call extension was allowing you to serve up unique phone numbers within your ads. Uh, so you could, especially if, if your business relies on calls. So my, my rule of thumb is typically if you're getting over 20% of your leads or sales over the phone, you need some sort of call tracking. And I've always recommended a third-party vendor, whether it be MarchX or Mongoose Metrics or Bionic Click or Call Analytics, it doesn't matter who you use, but some vendor to serve up unique phone numbers on your landing page. Now, Google would only serve up ad, serve up unique phone numbers on your ads with call extensions, which is great, but most people click through to the website. So it only captured that person if they called from the ad creative. Now, last week, last Monday, Google released call tracking for free 
So now they'll actually not only give you a unique number in your ad, they'll actually allow you to serve up unique numbers on your landing pages on your website, um, which is, I think, huge news for anyone that uh, you know has a significant portion of their business coming through calls. You can now serve up unique phone numbers and see which keywords are driving calls, not just online sales. And instead of paying you know $5 a month per number and $0.10 cents a minute with a third-party vendor, you can use Google for free. Right. So that's something we can definitely elaborate on after the break. Yeah, let's do that. Hey, listeners, stay with us, and Jamie will be right back with you. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Jamie Smith heading into the home stretch. And talking about a recent development that, I, that Jamie and I both agree is uh, incredibly valuable, and that is the ability that Google has just provided to track phone calls that are made after uh, someone has clicked on an ad and, and uh, is viewing the landing page on the site. Um, Jamie, you, you're familiar with the other third-party uh, services that do... Uh, serve a similar function. What's the difference between uh, Google's functionality and the third parties? Yeah, I mean, obviously with Google, um, they call it website uh, call conversion tracking. So within um, your tools section, you go into conversions, you add a conversion, and they have the ability to use a unique Google forwarding number. So they'll dynamically uh, change uh, the, the number on your website 
uh, based upon the the keyword that's used in the in the um, search campaign or the display campaign. So the, the negative is that it's only for Google. Um, the positive is that it's free, and and I feel like this type of a technology announcement is almost as big as when they released free web analytics back in two thousand six. Um, I thought that was amazing when they acquired Urchin um, and they ended up releasing. I mean, there's a whole industry. There was web trends. There was Omniture. There was index tools. There was all kinds of uh, web analytic vendors that got, I think, negatively affected by Google saying, hey, we're just going to release web tracking for free now. And I feel like there's a whole call tracking, call analytics industry that's getting disrupted a little bit because Google said, hey, we're going to offer call tracking for free now. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But my advice to advertisers is take advantage of this and um, at least obviously use it for your Google campaigns to identify what's working. It won't be able to measure your your Bing calls or your social media calls, but you know, typically Google's you know the, the lion's share of your of your spend anyway. So uh, it's going to give you some great uh, insights. Right. So if you're not using call tracking already, um, there's no excuse not to to at least track your AdWords campaigns. And one thing I like is that uh, uh, the calls are registered as standard conversions in the AdWords interface, and those standard conversions can be used to inform the automated bidding algorithms like CPA bidding and return on ad spend bidding. Um, So you get a truer picture of the... uh, or the algorithm gets a truer picture of the number of valuable conversions that are taking place and can um, therefore bid more accurately. And another thing that's coming up is the ability to, uh, this is within AdWords, the ability to designate uh, one or more conversion actions as being the ones that the bid automation acts on. So, for example, in you can have uh, four or five different conversion actions, including a high-value one like a sale and a low-value one like an email sign-up, and choose to exclude the email sign-up conversions when it comes to controlling bids with the automated bid algorithms, which I think is is, is just uh, as huge – well, it's not as huge as call tracking, but you see where all this is going. It's more and more – uh, data that in, that informs advertisers and algorithms to uh, get more uh, productivity out of their accounts. Yeah, there's a whole industry, right? You have uh, Marin Software, Quizio, Kenshu. I mean, that's scary uh, in, in a sense that Google could really disrupt that industry where they're so reliant on Google. If Google continues to improve their, their bidding platform, um, that's another industry that, that Google will disrupt. Uh, they've yeah. already cr- cr- <laughs> raised havoc in uh, the web analytics industry, now the call analytics industry, and uh, the bid management uh, is, is soon to get, <laughs> I think, disrupted as well. Well, it, uh, it definitely keeps, keeps them on their toes. Hey, uh, we have come to the end of our program, Jamie. I'm sorry to cut a short like this. We could talk about this topic forever, and, and you're, as usual, a great guest. So thanks for coming on today. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I look forward to many more of these, and I'm, I'm glad uh, you're still hosting the, the PPC Rockstars. And you are a PPC Rockstar, and, and uh, hopefully people get to see you speak at the uh, shows coming up in PubCon. And I know 
I always like attending your sessions. So thanks for having me on. And if anyone wants to contact me, you can reach me at Jamie, uh, J-A-M-I-E, at EngineReady.com or Jamie at StrategyAnalyzer.com or Jamie at – no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn or send me an email and I'd be happy to uh, help anyone with any other questions, whether it's competitive intelligence related or web analytics or call tracking related. Super. Thank you, Jamie. And thank you, listeners, for hanging with us. Come back next week for another episode of PPC Rockstars. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.